Hey, my friends, this is Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. I know I'm all over the place. Uh, I'm, I'm now I'm north, I'm south, I'm all, all over the place. Um, but uh, I'm home, uh, and uh, we're going to be talking about saving California uh, just a little bit. I, I think it's important to revisit, you know, why um, I think it's important not to give up on California. Again, I realize that a lot more people are moving out than are moving in. Uh, I just read a st statistic earlier that uh, that that was um, uh, sharing that, that like hundreds of thousands of people are moving out and only <laughs> tens of thousands of people are moving in. Something like that, something totally ridiculous. We know that it costs more to rent a U-Haul to leave California than it does to come back. Because why? Because people are willing to pay that much to get the hell out of California. Now, don't leave because Hetty and I are, uh, Hetty and I, are um don't want to be alone we're here with jack hibbs our pastor of Chino hills and a few select other people but we need some people to stay i'm going to be sharing um a message a part of today's message you should watch the entire message uh from calvary chapel Chino hills which is the church that i go to with Eddie. and um it was an amazing service today he was on fire today in so many areas uh and i really think it's critical if you love this country if you love God, if you love, um, uh, you know, a really good message, uh, then you should watch um, uh, Jack Kipps. Uh, what he what he talks about is it doesn't always make you feel comfortable and doesn't always uh, allow you to leave with a good feeling. But that's the truth, right? The truth um, is necessary. Some people are repelled uh, from the truth, like the Democrats. They, they hate truth. They hate facts. They hate science. Um, we know that. Uh, and they hate God uh, in, in many cases, not all of them, uh, but they, they claim to be followers of Christ, and the, but yet they're Democrats, which is really don't go hand in hand. And we may visit that a little bit more later on. Uh, after uh, we talk about saving California, Hedy and I uh, want to come on together and talk about some of our experience today with um, sharing our, our life with godly people. And I've been talking about that uh, uh, from time to time on my devotional, how important it is to uh, find people that are walking uh, with God and uh, surrounding yourself with good people. Now, again, as I said before, there's people that claim to be Christians. I, I will talk about that, too, um, that aren't necessarily following uh, the teachings of Jesus Christ. And so you got to be careful on who you're selecting, who you surround yourself with. Again, Hedy and I will be talking a little bit more about that. Uh, before I go forward, just I want you to make sure and visit this website up there and mark it in, in, in your, um, uh, what is it, bookmark it uh, on your browser so that you can go back. Uh, because um, uh, there's some good stuff on there right now, especially where you need to donate. That's probably the best place. But we're going to be putting up some videos there uh, on a new page that will be popping up on there uh, and hopefully a blog by the end of this week. All right, we'll get some of those things up there. And we'll be talking about that. So go to, oh, wait a minute. I, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Hold on, I clicked on the wrong one. There, the uspatriotproject.com. <laughs> The other one, if you saw it, that's where you go to see the podcast and you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure and do that too. That's really important. Uh, but I want to make sure you go to the US Patriot Project first. And then if you like, you can go to this one, the Andy Falco podcast.com. And that takes you to iHeartRadio where I have my podcast. It's all up to date. I think there's 70, 70 uh, episodes of the uh, Andy Falco podcast that are up there right now. So you may want to do that. All right. So what I want to talk about is just a little bit, and I'm going to pay, play a little bit of the service today, just to kind of give you an idea of what, uh, how, why I love this church so much and why I love Jack Hibbs. Um, he has been a big part of my life lately too. And, uh, and I'm not sure if we're going to get into that very much as we go forward, but whether he knows it or not, he actually 
loves a, a couple people that I've surrounded myself with and he barely knows me, but he's had a huge impact, <laughs> had a huge impact on my life uh, just in the last uh, several months. So um, Jack Hibbs, um, again, is the lead pastor of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And, um, and he, like I have decided to do, it has been rough in California. Uh, Hedy and I have also talked about this a great deal. There's, there was a, a, in the, in the, in the time that we've been together, we've gone from thoughts of where we might move, right? Where we might move to, because uh, it, it's just, it's been wearing us down what's happening here in the state of California. Uh, I don't think it's as blue as everybody thinks. Now, I, I've gotten arguments with people, people uh, on, online have commented, say, Andy, you're, you're crazy. Um, uh, California is nearly all red. I don't necessarily think it is. I, I think there's, uh, there's some other shenanigans going on and we need to, to sort it all out and figure it all out. Um, some people may be leaving prematurely. If they truly love California, if they love the weather, I, I put some pictures on my personal page of what it looked like driving to church and what it looked like on the church, the, the blue skies, the palm trees. I'm not sure if I put any shots up of the mountains that you can see uh, in the background that are often at this time of year covered in snow. We haven't, we don't have any snow on them right now. There may be some, but it's on the other side. But how beautiful it is to live here that one in one day, you could literally on, on, a, on the perfect day, you can go surfing. And on, in the morning and then drive to the mountains and go skiing and on a blue, uh, beautiful sunny day. Uh, we have all the arts that you want. They may be full of liberals, but we have lots of arts. We have, uh, you know, plays. We can go down to San Diego. We can go up to, uh, you know, go to Hollywood if you wanted to go to Hollywood. Not right now, we need to clean that up too. Uh, but you could go to a, a number of places, Rodeo Drive. You could go to any one of the beaches, Santa Monica. You can go to Huntington Beach and Seal Beach and, and, and enjoy your life uh, just stepping over the homeless people. But you could enjoy life in those areas. We have great restaurants. Again, there's things that need to be cleaned up. If we cleaned it up and took it back a few years, back in the, you know, the 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 1990s in many cases or the early 2000s, you uh, the California is an amazing place. San Francisco used to be one of my favorite places to go to. We need to bring back some of these places. Uh, Sacramento, I love going to, especially Old Town Sac uh, Sacramento. Did I say Sacramento? Old Town Sacramento is a is a fantastic place to go. A lot of history uh, uh, up there in, in Sacramento. And then the the eastern side of California, there's all kinds of places to go hiking. And, and again, you see some beautiful places where they uh, did gold gold mining and all types of places up there. And to let it just go for all the good people, for all the conservatives to leave and leave no one left to fight for California, I think is a disaster. It's a disaster for the country. California, when running well, is bigger than most countries on this planet and provides so much for the other states and provides so much in, in regard to entertainment. At least it used to, some good solid entertainment. Uh, and we're, if we all, if all of us conserve, Christian conservatives leave California, it, it literally, I think, will simply just uh, die. It will be a, a na it'll be another like Baltimore. Uh, in many cases, it's just a nasty, horrific area. But the entire state—it's a big state. Don't forget, it's huge. Uh, but it is slowly dying uh, with these um, tyrannical people that we have running uh, the state. Uh, not just the governor. Um, we have a DA in Los Angeles who used to work in San Francisco, who has literally decided that you know what. 
Uh, we're not going to enforce. We're not going to enforce the laws. It is racist to enforce laws, and we're not going to do that. And the poor, you know, the only reason they commit crimes is because they're poor. And and so the, he's decided that you know what, we're not going to we're not going to uh, uh, enforce any of these laws. When we're just simply not going to um, you know uh, arrest people, we're not going to prosecute people. Um, uh, for the most part, it's not illegal to shoplift any longer in any one of the stores. Uh, that you can't that are still open like the big the, you know target uh and walmart they don't they no longer uh, uh, simply arrest people and prosecute people so as long as you take about it's uh, i think it's six hundred dollars now it used to be four hundred dollars i think it's six hundred dollars as long as you take six hundred dollars or less don't worry about it just go ahead and walk out and don't pay for it uh, you're not going to be prosecuted and you're probably not going to be chased they're probably not even going to call the cops so don't even worry about it that's the kind of uh, state our da in los angeles wants uh, the good news is in Orange County, uh, we still have uh, some people making uh, good decisions. Uh, the sheriff in uh, Orange County, as far as I know, is still doing it. The DA is a little bit shaky. We're not quite sure about him. Um, the Riverside Sheriff, um, he actually came on and said, we're not enforcing any of these stupid laws that our uh, governor, governor is seems to think that um, are, are good for our country. Uh, and he's defying those. Um, San Bernardino Sheriff also has decided he's not going to not going to enforce some of the, the laws in regard to um, uh, businesses closing and whether they should be open or not. So we do still have people here. The thing is, we have so many people leaving that it's going to leave nothing but um, demonic uh, people uh, in our midst here in San Diego. I'm sorry, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at there's a lot of comments coming through here. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's any of them I should bring up before I go to Jack Hill, uh, Jack Hibbs. Um, April's on, of course. So we got uh, Carol surprisingly awake at this hour. Nice, Carol. I'm glad you are. I was trying to come on earlier. I just had to find the right spot uh, and, and it took me a little while longer. Uh, for those here who pray, I would like to ask for prayers tonight for my uncle who got admitted to the hospital for COVID. He is not doing well. I would also ask for prayers for uh, comfort for my cousin who was upset because the hospital wouldn't let her see her dad. That is an unfortunate thing with COVID. Um, and I experienced also where uh, nobody can come in there and visit you uh, while you're in there uh, with the COVID. Uh, Priscilla's following up with prayers. Uh, Carol also, Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla, nice to see you on here. Uh, I know you want me to move to North Carolina. I'm not, I can't. I got, uh, I got uh, issues with, um, uh, you know, with, with the kids situation. Uh, and unless I move to Montana, uh, which I'm not interested in moving to. <laughs> I'm not moving anywhere. Uh, I'm just really not. I'm, and again, I'm not interested in leaving California. I I, I want to stay and I want to fight for the state. And here, I'll, I'll play this uh, in just a little bit from Jack Hibbs uh, and why um, uh, I, I love supporting the church that I go to. Too many shenanigans in California. Lots more red than people think. Uh, cheating in elections for years. Think motor, motor, voter, et cetera. Motor, voter? What's motor? Machines. Oh, oh, I got gotcha. you. Sorry, I got my my producer over here filling me in with, with what that is. Uh, I had enough. California is dead. It is not dead, Carol. Please, it is not dead. Uh, Nine hundred plus per store. You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, prayers uh, going out to April's uh, family. Selling our local grocery stores. Don't prosecute. Oh my gosh. Uh, and that, well, see, you want me to move to a state that also is kind of doing the same thing or starting to. We need to fight. No matter what state you're in, we're at a point where we need to fight. It's not just California. Um, even in Texas, if you were to move to uh, Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas isn't uh, so red, right? Uh, you, It's very blue and you got a lot of the same kind of stuff going on in Austin, Texas. Um, and so we, it doesn't matter what state we move into. It, it's There's going to be some 
uh, some problems that we need to make sure that we not go back to sleep. The problem is, is the Republicans, conservative Christians, uh, went to sleep and they were the silent majority. Uh, and that is a problem. You cannot be silent with the Democratic uh, Party that's out there currently, which is not the Democrats of old. Uh, this is different. This is Marxist, socialist, uh, tyrannical devils. <laughs> when you see me struggle, obviously, I'm trying not to be... Um, uh, unchristian. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is not always that easy. Uh, Glacier National Park is beautiful. It is. All those places are beautiful. All right. So let's go ahead and get to Jack Hibbs. So Jack Hibbs here is, um, and, and again, I love uh, the man. Um, and um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll probably get to know each other a little bit better. Uh, but the, the church is amazing. The messages are amazing. Every time he has a message, you think, well, that was, that's got to be, he can't get any better. And then we go the next Sunday and he speaks again. And there's just something that he says that really hits you hard. Um, there's, um, it, it, there's, you know, you really should be watching the uh, messages online. Online at some point, if you can't watch them live, watch the the replays. I I mostly, I almost always uh, post them on my personal page, uh, but you can find them by going to Facebook and looking for Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and bring up ja uh, Jack's message. This is where he begins to talk about California uh, and um, some of the people that have either spoke to him after service and some other stuff. And he has some really good things that he talks about in this message. So I think it's important to, to play this before I bring on Hedia. All right, here we go. Here's Jack. Oops. Oh, there we go. And make him large and turn off my mic. Thirdly, as we dial down on this, weariness Our state is hurting, and it's weary. People are angry. When you don't have answers, people get angry, and they're weary, and they're, 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 they're afraid. And friends, listen. When you tell, when you tell people you're, you're essential, you're non-essential, you're essential, you're non-essential, I can't believe this politically correct age in which we live in. Somebody had the chutzpah. To think that was a good idea. Just to, we, I tell you what, we'll tell some people they're, they're, not, they're, they're not essential. That is weary people. And our state is, is weary. In the Bible, I'm going to give you some good verses on this. We look around our state, by the way, before I give you these verses. I understand. Um, we see a church this size, we say goodbye to people every week that are moving to other states. I get it. If God is calling you to move to another state, I, look, if God didn't call me here, I'd be in the back of your truck. <laughs> I met a woman after first service. She said, I moved from one of those states here to fight. I said, I like you. <laughs> But uh, I was listening, you probably did too, this week, Dennis Prager's radio program. He had a commercial, and he's talking about some real estate agent that he's endorsing. And that real estate agent said that, he, that his agency gave Gavin Newsom the salesman, real estate salesman of the year award <laughs> for being responsible for more home sales in California than any other agent. Because uh, let's go. Uh, Although, hallelujah, this last election, California wowed the nation. I don't know if you know that or not. Pretty amazing. 
having said that, people, I get it. But just know this, if God is speaking to you, obey. But listen, don't let weariness make your decision for you. Because we'll say things like this, I can't take anymore, I've had enough. Those are usually the best God moments about the next breath away from that statement. I can't take it, I've had enough. But God, I can't take it anymore, this is driving me nuts. But God, think of it. When you and I take the time to learn and sit from God's word and he's speaking to us, whatever he says, it will be a joy. In fact, I'll prove it to you. Listen to this. Philippians 4, verse 11. Philippians 4, 11. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I'm in. See, California. Whatever state <laughs> I'm in to be content. I know how to be abased. That means I know how to be poor. And I know how to abound, not be poor. In other words, be content. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the cure for weariness right there. That pressure that's coming down upon you. <laughs> hey, we're going live. Hey, hey! Uh, I just so I so badly wanted to share that with you, especially the part when he's reading the passage and it's, it's the state, the state of California, which is not. Um, uh, but um, being weary, hey, yeah, hello, hey, yeah, hi, say hi to everybody. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, we were at that service today, and I, I really and I love that you were praying. You know, closing your eyes and listening to those words. They are strong words. The the, the the other part that he was talking is about when you become weary, then you become at least the, the, what I got from it is that you, what's next? I'm weary. So what am I going to do? I'm going to fight. I'm weary. So what am I going to do? I'm going to pray to God. I'm weary. Instead of I'm weary, I'm going to lay down and die. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's not us. No. And so uh, I'm weary and I'm going to move. We're not. <laughs> at least not. Not, <laughs> not yet. Not until the last ones to leave. We'll turn off the lights yes. as, as we're leaving uh, because we plan on staying. Are you with me? Absolutely. I'm with nice. you. And I love it when you put on your outfit, your 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 black your black outfit, like commando your, outfit. yeah, with your uh, shoulder holster and that kind of stuff. But I really loved Jack's words today. Yes. I mean, he can really motivate you. And uh, I, I walked out there again. The message, if you really listen to this, like uh, there's a lot of like, well, like some people can leave with some sadness. I, yes. I left motivated to fight for California. Absolutely, absolutely. You get you get out of it. Actually, what the Lord puts on your heart too, because He's speaking God's word and. And if you go into it in that kind of contemplative state, you'll get out of it what the Lord wants you to hear. So yeah. I think for us, it was just affirmation. Yeah. You know, we need to stay and fight. So that was great. <laughs> and if Jack's going to, as long as Jack stays, I'm going to stay. Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, I'm going to fight uh, side by side. Uh, I'm just going to bring up a, a, a thing that this guy brought up. Uh, I don't know who this guy is, but voter fraud and all that, just grasping at straws. Sometimes you just need to take the L. I have no idea what he's talking about. We're not talking about voter fraud. So he's, obviously a, a Democrat, a dimwit, because he can't listen to what we're saying. We're talking about saving California. Uh, so I have no idea what that guy's talking about. I just, I just, that's one of the problems. That's the kind of people that are leading our state. I mean, he may be young. He may be a young kid. I don't know because he's on Twitch. That was on Twitch. That wasn't from Facebook. But um, that, but the, the elders of the Democratic Party aren't much more mature. 
No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Now, I, under no. I understand something went through with the stimulus uh, today. I, I think they voted something through based on what I was seeing, some notifications coming in from Twitter, that kind of stuff. But, but the reason it took so long is because Nancy Pelosi, again, acting like a little child, would not do anything until after the election. Yes. Right? Exactly. And I'm sure that she fit, they fit in him or her and, uh, and Schumer. Fat. Yeah, fit in some crap. <laughs> I called it fat. He calls it crap. <laughs> Whatever. And so they were able to squeeze in some of that crap. Why not give $10 million to the, uh, you know, the, uh, what are the, 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 the theater that they wanted? I forget, the JFK theater. Right. They're like, what, what does that have to Whatever do with Whatever random, random pet project that yeah. somebody's donating money for them to. And, and so the, the dude, whoever that dude is on Twitch, he's no different than the, the mentality of, uh, of those people that are in, in power. Uh, and so, but we need to stay and fight. Fat crap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Absolutely, April. Um, um, move your move your mindset. Nay? Mm, not sure. What do you think? What were we talking about? Was it something that in the I don't know. Carol, maybe you need to clarify so I can answer your question because it looked like you had a question. Love your preacher. Yo, he's amazing. Um, I actually will see if, oh, I, I deleted it. I'll, I'll try to, before I leave uh, the uh, show, is put the link for uh, the message today uh, in the in the chat. That's great. Yeah. So hopefully we're, um, we, we, hear, we hear okay. We sound okay. <laughs> well, hopefully we hear okay, too. <laughs> so we sound okay. All right. So with that. We're staying in California. We're fighting. We're following Jack Hibbs. Yes. Um, he's amazing. You saw, uh, I think it was April said, wow, you have a lot of people in your in your church. Uh, 3,000 people per message, per service. Exactly. Three services on Sundays, one on Wednesday. Um, you don't need masks. Um, uh, if you want to social distance, there's an outdoor area. And a we huge have, outdoor yeah, area. Yeah, about four or 500 people show up there also. Uh, and then you can also watch online. And so it is a an impactful uh, church. That has seen growth up to 200 or 300%. I can't remember which yes, one. Yes, somewhere um, between there. And have you ever sat, I sat next to somebody that was from Las Vegas. They drove from Vegas to be at the church. Have you had that same experience? Absolutely. People that came from Ojai, San Francisco, San Diego. I mean, from a lot of places, even from Arizona. Why did, why did you drive 65 miles every Sunday to come to that church? I, I come for Pastor Jack. I mean, he, I, he is my spiritual covering when I came to Christ. Uh, I went and asked for his help and his spiritual protection, which he graciously accepted. So he um, has a very special place in my heart and I, and I value his advice and his wisdom. And he's just, he's just such a mighty man of God. So mm -hmm. similar now, to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and now you drive 65, I was going to say, now you drive 65 miles to, to come to church with me. Exactly. That's amazing. Um, and so that brings us to us. Obviously, we uh, are a couple. We're in love. We are technically oh. engaged. <laughs> Long story, folks. It's, it's, a, it's on a convention. It's awesome. Uh, the next next time we're on, we'll probably be married uh, because we're having a great time. Um, uh, but um, this is a, a little bit of probably something that you know we would talk about on my devotional show, which usually happens during the day. But I, I want to talk about it tonight because it was so powerful this entire yes. day, and that has to do with what I, I wrote. Um, uh, in, in the title is surrounding yourself with eagles. And the reason I said that is because, um, it, you know, in, in law enforcement, when I was becoming a police officer, what I did when I wanted to be in the canine unit is I, I spent time with some of the best canine people in the, on the planet. Uh, 
uh, and and flew to, on my own on my days off would fly to Canada and across the United States to be with some of the best people that I could find um, and reach out and say who is the best in X who is the best in Y and then I would fly to those places and say hey I'll go I'll pick up the dog crap in the in the kennels um, I whatever you need for me to do if you need me to get bit by the dogs I'll do that for free you don't have to pay me I just want suits on yeah I just ah, want to be there and so I spent a lot of time prior and then of course when I when I wanted to be when I um, uh, the opening came up in the canine unit. I was able to go into to the um, the interview and say, "Well, what have you done to prepare for this position?" Well, I've flown myself, my ass, all over the place and got bit by dogs <laughs> um, and by some of the best people on the planet. And so that's important to always look. And what is if I'm moving forward with this position? Who do I need to surround myself with? That goes with life. Absolutely. And uh, it's taken me 58 years to figure out, you know what, if I'm going to be <laughs> not far behind you, I hear you. <laughs> if I'm going to have a great marriage, that's why I preface the yeah. engagement and that we're going to be married and all that kind of stuff is because if we're going to actually be married, that's, you know, that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, then we need to begin start. We need to begin start. Yeah. <laughs> You make me just, drunk. You make roll. I've not been drinking, just but you, roll, but you make me drunk. <laughs> um, um, that we needed to um, surround ourselves with people that are biblically strong, yes, and um, have strong marriages, yes, and uh, that we could go to and have a discussion with it, it, from time to time. And so we did that today. That's amazing. Um, so, what was your take? So we have uh, we could say. Because we're going to, yeah, sure. we're going to, yeah. we're going to interview them for sure, and they're famous marriage counselors. Actually, oh, very good. So. And so we had lunch with them today. We went to their home and had lunch. And um, what were some of your takeaways of uh, of spending time with those? I mean, and you know, you've known them for a while. Yes. But what what's what was one of the things that did, did we make the right decision to what, what, to spend time with them? Oh, or were absolutely. they were they horrible people? Like, oh, shoot, no. I thought you guys had a you know. Of course not. So um, Eric and Jolene Engel, uh, they actually run a marriage uh, biblical wives um website jolene runs it it's called joleneangle.com if you care to uh check it out but one of the the reasons that her and i became so close she's one of my mentors is that she's a very strong female that has adopted and embraced biblical values in marriage which means that she accepts the hierarchy that god has laid forth which is jesus is the head of the family and then the man is the one immediately under Jesus, and then the wife submits to the husband, and then the children. So that the most important union where you become one flesh is the covenant between the man and the wife. Then they take care of the children, and the wife submits to the husband, who gets that leadership and the instruction from Christ. And, and that's a perfect balance. And so she's constantly infusing her advice um, with that theme. And so she supports it always with um, with Bible verses and with scripture and basically trains and mentors women towards um, not only accepting it, but embracing it, mm. loving it, being happy with it, being um, fulfilled by it because it's God's commandment on women. There has to be this natural grace and, and joy that comes from being obedient to uh, the way Christ has laid it out for us. But in today's world, today's world, you, when you say submit to the man, you have a large community of people, mostly yeah. in Hollywood. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that will be, they'll go, ah, oh, not that because they don't believe in God. Um, uh, that they would say that that's not that's, the cup of tea. No, that's, uh, what's, what is that? Misogynistic. Misogynistic. Uh, uh, they would say a whole bunch of things about it. Uh, but, but what, what do you say to them? I mean, what, how do you, how do you combat, combat that? Because they would say, well, of course I'm a strong woman and I don't need a man. 
in, in this marriage to, I, I, I need to be the leader from time to time. How do you combat that kind of discussion? Well, our, our other pastor that we listen to all the time, Pastor Mark Driscoll has a very beautiful way of explaining it. He says that if you're both surrendered to Christ and you're, and you're doing this walk, if you, if the woman chooses a man who she believes has surrendered to Christ, then in following this example, his guidance is coming from the Holy Spirit, from Christ. So when you surrender to it, God knows that you're surrendering to it. And he sends the right advice to your spouse, to the man, to lead the family. And I told you in that one little example today between you and I, that I had an opinion about what we should do. And I asked Andy and I was like, no, but tell me, how do you feel about this? And he had a very different opinion. And I was like, we're doing what you say. And it turned out to be so beautiful. And I, and the Lord walked me through that. Like, see, you surrendered that decision. You took the guidance that I, what I put on his heart for you guys to do. And it ended up perfect. It was literally, it was literally what I was trying to explain to Andy, a predetermined meeting. Like the Lord had laid out that that meeting should occur. And had I been insistent to have done it my way, I wouldn't have had that beautiful encounter that we had. I love, I love what you just said, especially a little bit earlier, is that as long as, it, it, the important thing is that the man yes. is following Christ. Exactly. Because it, it doesn't mean that follow, a woman should um, to a dark sub alley. submit <laughs> to a drunkard who takes exactly. meth, meth and uh, gambles uh, you know, all the money away. Exactly. Th that's not what that means. It, it, this is this, this relationship with God that has to be most important. Exactly. You have that in the so marriage, important. and then and then things will fall into place. Exactly. That's awesome. So it was a so there was a, so much like we uh, we're gonna have a discussion uh, with um, Jolene. I want to say Jolie all the time. That's why I have to make sure. And, and, and Eric. Song. Jolie. Jolie. <laughs> jo <clears throat> Never mind. Uh, and so yeah, we'll have a discussion with them because there's so much that we could unpack with our discussion today yep. that I want to save it. As, as soon as we got about halfway through, I go, hey, can, can I interview you <laughs> for my show? <laughs> because there was so much good stuff. You guys will love it. Um, there was a lot for. Um, and the reason I'm speaking loud, if you hear me yelling, is because of the distance from the mic. So I'm talking a little bit louder than normal. Just want to explain. Um, is there were some discussions that were important, um, and I can't remember the exact wording, but uh, about single women, you know, that are searching and looking and, and waiting and being patient for the right guy that we had. And I can't remember all the details, but I remember going, "Wow, that's something that some single women, especially people of our age." Because like you're always going to be looking for, I, I need a, a man that doesn't have kids, or I need somebody oh, that have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that discussion? Well, but it was powerful. She, um, well, she was saying that a lot of times, so worldly advice is choose an opposite. Like yes, look, that was it. Look yeah. for qualities that are opposite of yours, and that oh, opposites attract. And she early on in my walk, as men were coming through my life, was like, "You're a lion. You need another lion." And I was like wait, wait, don't two lions kill each other? And she's like, no, lion eat sheep. So she's like, if you <laughs> if you match up to a sheep, you are going to consume him. Like you will you will destroy him and in, your, in the process be miserable. And it was actually kind of a hard concept for me to understand because it was again, so opposite to the world. Mm. But she was basically saying that the commandment to be equally yoked meant equally yoked, that you have similar spiritual path, that you have similar qualities because her, her interpretation of equally yoke is not just the spiritual, but that you have all these other facets in common because she says in her counseling of women, oftentimes 
And she says, what is the term in a divorce? It's irreconcilable differences. And she says, how do you end up with irreconcilable differences is that you have nothing in common. Yeah, you're different. You're different, <laughs> exactly. And these two differences don't want to live in the same house together. Hence, I am single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From a previous marriage. Well, and so- Not single now. <laughs> Just want to make sure that's Correction. clear. <laughs> so she was, that, it was, a, it, and I've, really until I met you didn't really mm. realize how significant that was but that there is a um, there's a reverence and a respect mm. that I have for you that um, that's not easy for me to come by and again it is because I see the strong male qualities that I that I need and respect that basically quiets my spirit to be like, okay, I can follow his lead because I trust him and I respect him. Awesome. So that was, that was the discussion about. That was really good. That was really good. You remind because I knew it was strong. I just couldn't remember all the, the <laughs> impact because I, I if, if I may, uh, the, my previous marriage was, we were opposite and I thought, well, I, Let's see if that works because I hear opposites attract and maybe they attract, but they don't stay married. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was like, uh, yeah. And she actually talked about, and we talked about that in particular, that men often will choose a woman that's docile or passive mm -hmm. thinking mm -hmm. that, oh, well, that's great because then she'll be submissive to me, but it doesn't end up working because you don't have a lot of other qualities in common and there's not a lot of synergy otherwise. Not to say that it never works. I mean, I'm not saying that at all, but she's just saying that when you go, and you're looking at um, probabilities that it's better that the people be equally matched, equally yoked than trying to mm -hmm. make a opposites marriage work. Right. I have more to discuss about that, but we'll wait and save it for the, uh, the interview that we're going to have next year. Um, <laughs> next year, not being really that long. Um, so, so that's that one. That was with a couple that we intended on meeting with. And then I got a message from somebody else um, that was just a guy uh, that I know. And he, and he wanted to meet up and we wanted to meet up with him. And you felt like, well, it's one of your guy friends and he, it sounds like he just wants to meet with you. And I said, yes, no, I, that no. was the instant. Yeah. And I said, no, I, I, I would like for you to be there. And he said, well, no. And you kind of reeled back. And then I said, again, no, I, I think this will, I think this will be awesome. I think what we're going to probably talk about will include all three of us. And um, anyway, she ended up coming. That, and that's the instance where I was like, okay, wait, what do you want me to do? And he's like, I want you to come. And I'm like, okay, then that's what we're going to do. And then we went there and I, I even went there intending on having a different discussion and it completely went in another direction and it was powerful, a, a powerful. And again, the only reason I want to take this back to flying with eagles is that having this meeting with him, because you can have a choice with a friend that may call you who may be, you know, a bad influence or somebody that you don't necessarily want to hang out with or is a bad uh, or is bad for you to hang out with, right? It'll lead, it, it, you always know that it's going to end up in some bad discussion about something, or he's going to maybe possibly talk you into doing something you probably shouldn't do. I mean, all these things can happen. Yes, if you, we all have friends like right. that. But knowing that, uh, that oh, I almost said his name. Knowing that my friend is a, a, a godly man, yes. so much so. That, so I mean, just so. so and, 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 and knowing that the, uh, the qualities in him are qualities we, we look for in our friends now. Right, yes, going absolutely. forward, um, I, I I felt strongly that it was going to be a good a good good, uh, good discussion. Good call. And there there we were. We had a, a great talk. You guys were amazing together. I just sat back like I. You guys just could have met, <laughs> but no. But it was really good. I learned a lot in in this discussion. So, the, but my my point being is that in continuing the the flying with eagles. 
thought yes. on, on my title is that flying with that eagle meant a great discussion and and we ended up talking with him about some stuff he was going through well and i to me a call to mind the scripture where the uh where jesus refers to us as one body where he is the head and that um we're all one body in christ and i and i could it was so evident that the lord wanted us to minister to one another that we were in those moments one body where he was the hand and we were the leg and we were hurting or we were you know finding our way and he was speaking into us and then he was struggling and then we were speaking into him kind of helping him with the perspectives the biblical perspectives on his walk and what he was going through it was just it was extraordinary i i'm so glad i didn't miss it yeah and i, and I don't want to discourage and i think you might feel the same way you can let me know if, if you don't it's not saying that you would not meet with somebody that that may not be walking with christ oh, uh sure. that you may need a mentor to or um, disciple to that's an entirely different kind of meeting. Right. Uh, but when you're meeting as friends and you're gonna sit down and have a, you know, spend some time together, is that your your time spent with people of that are oh I was gonna use the word yo. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh, that was in today's message. Yes. That that's where you shine and that's where you guys can we can you guys we can all share thoughts and uh, and help each other, lift each other up when we need it. Again, in scripture, the Lord says where two or more are gathered, I am present. And so again, that is the theme is that when we are meeting in his name or we're with fellow believers, um, the Lord is present and speaks to our hearts in a way in which we otherwise may not experience. And so I took everything that he said is very significant because we got some other news today that was kind of like a little off-putting. And, yeah. and then we went to these two groups of people and they were like, oh no, you need to do X. And I was like, oh, thank God, because that is what we were both feeling. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so it was just it was just awesome. It was awesome to have um, them speak uh, their wisdom into us. Yeah. I'm really grateful. And both those means they confirm that uh, I'm on the right path for my life. Yes. And uh, with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Part of it. Uh, yeah, Carol, I, I already proposed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, and what, did you say yes? I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Carl uh, says, remember a few weeks ago, Pastor Jack was saying to the men that as the head of your family, you are also the first sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> he did say that. Yes. And, I, and I've accepted that. I, I, told, I told you that I will die for you. Oh. Okay. I will. I, I'm more than happy to do that. I don't know if I have you. Don't but, have to do that. <laughs> but I tell my kids that too. Uh, my, I'm, yeah. Uh, uh, more uh, details on the single women, please. Uh, woman, please. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go into that more. But again, uh, what you talked about earlier was was great. I mean, that was one of the most important things. Was there something else that? Uh, well, I, I could share with you what Jolene told me from the very beginning, which is how I knew Andy was the one is um, so I've been mentoring with her for about almost a year now. And so early on, she said to me, um, I guess now looking back, I could say I was all over the place. And so she was like, Hedia, I need you to make a list. I need you to sit down in prayer and make a list of the qualities you're looking for. Uh, and if you're asking the Lord to, to write your love story, you have to surrender that to him. So she's like, I don't want you manipulating a situation. I don't want you creating a situation. I want you to wait on the Lord. He told you he would bring somebody, write the qualities so that you recognize him when you see him. And so I painstakingly went through that process and I wrote the list. And so the, get this. So the day, and that's my first advice, Priscilla, is make, is make your list. 
And then when I met Andy, and I had a, a whole bunch of false starts, like, let me tell you. And when I met Andy, and he was like, there was like this light glowing. I was like, whoa, this is so weird. This is unbelievable. But the next day in prayer at worship at service, the Lord said to me, I gave you everything you asked for. And literally went down the list of qualities, my list. And so he was like, that's the one, that's the one I chose. And, and by having that list, the Lord was able to confirm for me instantly. I mean, even down to children and my daughter and what would happen to my daughter and where we would live and literally everything that I had put on my list, he ran through and that just solidified for me that um, you were the one. Wow. So much goodness. I mean, uh, I, I could go on. But uh, one of the things I shared with her, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, was that um, for the first time in any relationship, and I know there may be somebody watching that's been in a relationship with me. I, that's, the chances are pretty high. So I, I apologize. <laughs> because there's so many. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but uh, for the first time, I feel comfortable sharing so much of myself, either whether it's the past or current or how I'm feeling, because of us being so much alike and on the same place on our walk, which is, again, key. Uh, that uh, I, I think for many types of relationship, I, I, I thought that, that that opposite thing would attract. Right, would but you good. ended up hiding a lot, or yeah, like stifling it, a lot. Yeah, because, yeah. because I, I didn't think they'd understand. Um, you being in law enforcement, uh, having a law enforcement background, uh, working with a lot of police officers and the FBI and that kind of stuff, I feel strongly that anything I talk about in regard to law enforcement, I don't have to go and do a long explanation. You understand what I'm talking about. Like the car. Yeah, like the car about ride. The car. <laughs> like the car ride. <laughs> uh, about, yeah, about fast driving and about, uh, she just sits in the car and I'll go through an orange light and she doesn't even, she just keeps talking. Like, and most people like put on the brake, put the brake, she does nothing. Um, which is like, I, I noticed it like for the fourth time of going through an orange light. Um, but, that, that, but that's great. I mean, the, the thing is, uh, and I want to get back to the serious part of it, is that being uh, in the same place in our lives and uh, of same interests, um, and you having a child and me having children uh, understand kind of the things that we're going through and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then the second thing is that because we're so much alike, uh, we can relate to our, our children. My children love you, right? Oh, especially uh, kids so. that would not uh, be interested in meeting somebody dad was dating. Uh, but I mean, they're like super, I mean, they want to move in with oh, you. Yes. They want to leave mom, they want to leave me and move in with her. Uh, and I think I've had some uh, impact on your daughter. She's laughed and oh she, my brought God. Us, she brought, she brought, us brought us a champagne and wanted a toast. And so apple juice, champagne to toast. Yeah. It was uh, unbelievable. So yeah. I know we get on and we kind of, uh, kind of like, you know, talk about each other. But I, I again, I, my hope is that some of the things that we discuss and discover at this age, you know, I'm 58 and she's 39. <laughs> yes, no, no problem. Never tell uh, a woman's age, ever. <laughs> um, that um, there's hope. Yes. For all of you that may be single or looking uh, for you, those of you that are in a good marriage, I would uh, suggest that you find a young couple or a couple that's just getting started to mentor, um, to mentor and be there for them because you, your story and what you uh, your success needs to be shared and, and how you do that. So I, it's, there's two encouragements here. One for uh, those of you that are still single or looking or in a new relationship, find somebody that's in a, in a good marriage that's in, you know, that's, that's yeah, walking and with I'm, God. And one more thing about being single is that um, you pray and when the Lord makes a promise to you, you believe in the Lord's promises and that he will 
make them come to pass in his timing. It may seem like it takes forever. It may seem like it's um, it's never going to happen, but you just have to believe that God's word doesn't come back void and those promises are true. And especially, and to listen to the Holy Spirit or the intuition that the Holy Spirit sends you when something is off, it's off, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not God's um, calling for you. And it's just really important to be in tune with that because when it is right and it is God's will for you, you should be able to really, really feel the difference between yep. something that you're creating versus what God ordains. Yep. And we knew right away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, really quick, let's go through this. Uh, April saying hi to Chuck, Uncle Chuck. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that. Uh, be good to Andy. This is for you. Be good, uh, obviously. Uh, be <laughs> yes, good to Andy or you will meet me. <laughs> thank you. Uh, as you think alike, you are golden. Beat off with each other. Awesome, Robert. Hi, Heidi. Robert, amazing man. Uh, proposed. Now we already went through that one. I think I hit them all. Let's uh, just want to make sure. Screw the rest of the world. Carol yes. has some great comments. Uh, say yes, dear, if you get married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you pray for a soulmate. The Lord give eagle and the hawk. Ah, nice. Nice. Oh, look at Priscilla says she goes from, she drove uh, from Bakersfield to go to Jack's church. Oh, I wish we would have met you then. Yes. Well, if you come down again, don't forget to let us know. Yes, absolutely. So we can have lunch. A church alive is worth the drive. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Sister. Oh. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> We're so silly. Awesome. All right, my friends. I got, uh, did somebody say jerk? Somebody said I was a jerk. No. I love that. Never. I know. Where is it? Uh, where is it? Like this one. Where did no. it go? It's not there. Uh, I just saw somebody. Say, oh. Anyway, I thought I saw that. Every so often, somebody does call us coming here. All right, my friends, uh, we love you. Yes. And uh, absolutely. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to spend with us. We just, uh, I, and I don't know if you were, but I was, I got, I got to do a lot because today was fantastic. There was so much, so much uh, uh, to take away from both meetings and from our service this morning that I couldn't wait to come on and uh, and share with you guys uh, the, the greatness. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking for the comment that I got to take off the screen. Um, and so we appreciate you listening and I hope that uh, you got something out of it. Uh, but again, just one more thing. Those of you that are single and looking, have hope. Uh, when you do find somebody, find a mentor, uh, a, another couple that can mentor you as you go forward. And then if you are in a great marriage, which I think uh, my friend Carl, um, is in at uh, we've talked about it several times look for people to mentor because yes. then you need to pass Share. on uh, your success <laughs> with other people all right priscilla i'll let you uh let you know the next time in town and would love to meet you guys oh awesome. we would love to meet you awesome all right my friends we love you i gotta eat my sandwich one oh, more thing i'd like to um pray for april's uncle that um, the lord said supernatural healing for him and that he recovers quickly and that uh, brings peace to his family that are unable to see him. I know that that's a really, really difficult situation to be in. I've been with it not only with Andy, but with my father. Uh, so we pray the Lord's peace that passes all understanding and that that healing comes quickly and and just a complete recovery. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And for without saying his name, but we have a friend who was um, struggling uh, with, a, with a family issue. Yes. Um, to pray for our friend that there is healing in that family and wisdom and discernment. I think it's really important that when we go through trials that 
we surrender the trial to the Lord and receive that wisdom that may not be our first instinct and um, that he comes out of that season stronger and his yeah. family comes out stronger because he's a also a mighty man of God. And we know that the Lord loves him very much in his family and that, um, that he sees the forest through the trees. Uh, That's good. All right, my friends, we love you. God bless. And God bless. have a great, great evening. We'll, yes. we'll be talking to you tomorrow morning. Bye. I think at some point. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>